everybody. I'm Chris Sims, and I could not find the right window to turn that song off, so it ran a little longer than usual. And I'm Jordan D. White, and I have no control over the music. But this is Sailor Chibi Business. It's a show where we talk about things related to the Sailor Moon 1992 anime that aren't necessarily just episodes of the Sailor Moon 1992 anime. That's right. We go beyond the anime, beyond the manga, sometimes even into fan theories and fan media. What? And for the past couple of these, we've done pretty broad topics. Uh, We have discussed fan theories. We've discussed uh, uh, what ifs. ifs? Pretty broad stuff. Uh, But today, Jordan and I are doing something very specific. uh, Because we are going to go through A-Zone. At least one, two, and four. Yeah, volume three does not seem to be available. (laughs) Uh, now, we've actually talked about and referenced A-Zone uh, on the show before. This is the uh, Sailor Moon Dojinchi, uh, which is a fan comic, uh, done by Kiyohiko Azuma, uh, who you may know as the uh, manga creator who would go on to create Azumanga Dayo and Yatsupato, uh, two of what are genuinely my favorite manga uh, beyond Sailor Moon. Um and I've even talked before about how uh, the characters in Azumanga Dayo and the classroom in Azumanga Dayo feel like it could be the one next door to Haruna's class. Mm-hmm. And I think you can see that pretty clearly in uh, Azuma's early 90s fan comics about Sailor Moon. Because, Jordan, did you know that these came out in, like, uh, 93, 94? Uh, no, I didn't realize that, yeah. Yeah, they're very contemporary with the the episodes that they're kind of riffing on. Huh. Why was it called A-Zone? That's what I want to know. Uh, I presume that was a play on Azuma's name. Oh, you know what? I'm actually seeing why we don't have Volume 3. Okay. It wasn't about Sailor Moon. Oh. What was it about? Princess Maker 2? <laughs> Fucking nerd. Uh, but but that being said, then it looks like volume five six five was about Sailor Moon, six was Macross, seven was uh, Do Kyusei. I don't know that one. Uh, which was also seven. So there is one more Sailor Moon volume. It looks like that just we didn't have translated yet. Now, do you have any prior experience with uh with Azuma before this? Uh, what. W- I never read Azumanga Dayo, but you said uh, Yotsuba is him? Mm-hmm. I've seen that. My wife uh, reads that regularly, or did, and uh, I've like looked over her shoulder while she was reading it, and it seemed pretty adorable. Yeah, it, uh, Yotsuba is, uh, it is a, co- a comfort read comic for me. Like, I recently just like pulled a volume off the shelf and read it to sort of, uh, you know, to, to chill out a little bit and not have to worry about uh, anything. But yeah, like Azuma is a creator that I really enjoy. Um, And it's weird because Azumanga Dayo took a long time to grow on me. And I'm not sure why I stuck with it as long as I did. Because what it it is, is uh, it's a four panel manga. And you see some of that at the end of these volumes. And I guess we should say, um, these are are doujinshi that have been fan translated as well. They are not difficult to find. Oh, but I'm t- but I'm super bummed. I'm sorry. I'm super bummed because I'm looking at volume five in Japanese, and it is uh, Sailor Moon S themed. It's got Witches Five. It's got uh, oh my god, I just forgot her stupid name with the big red star on her chest. 
The redheaded one. Uh, uh, Kaolinite? No, your favorite. The one who drives the car. Oh, you deal. Yeah, it's got Udeal in it. It's got Tomoe in it. It's got uh, uh, racing god driving. I, I like. I want this to be translated. Somebody translate this. Oh man, I would really, I would really like to see that actually. But yeah, if if you want to read along with Azone, uh, th- again, just you can find it very easily. Uh, but I would actually, Jordan, would you recommend people read this? Like, oh, let's just start fun. there. Yeah. Listen, what we learned both from talking about it before and even more so from reading it is that, uh, we would, uh, what, I'm sorry, what's his name again? Kiyohiko Azuma. Azuma and us would get along very well because we have similar thoughts about the show when we watch it. We have extremely similar thoughts. Like, like, about yes, the show. Uh, he, he makes the same like jokes that we make. Uh, you know, a decade or two apart, apparently. But uh, yeah, yeah, like, we view the show very similarly. So if you're a fan of our take on Sailor Moon, you would very much like this take on Sailor Moon. It's pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's just start with volume one. Um, this one we've talked about before. Uh, and it's the one about uh, Ray uh drawing manga mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. specifically drawing a doujinshi so it's very like it, it is of course a a guy drawing a uh a doujinshi about someone drawing a doujinshi uh which tracks because as we know from the show like something we picked up on uh ray has a ton of manga like ray's ray's a nerd <laughs> <laughs> So the whole premise of this uh, story is that after defeating a monster, um, they're all going to go out uh, and have some fun. But Ray blows off the other three scouts because uh, this is pre-Venus even. And uh, she goes home because she's on a deadline to get this manga finished. And the other girls show up to uh, massive quotation marks help out. Uh, she makes Ami draw the backgrounds. Uh, she puts... Makoto on uh, Zipatone yeah, screening, not and and Usagi on not doing anything. <laughs> no, yeah, she I puts her on lettering first, and it just does not work out. Which is a bad idea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all of her lettering is 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 uh, is uh, bunched up together uh, and not good. Now there is one super weird moment in this. There, I mean, there's more than one super weird moment in this. What? I mean, there's more than one super moment, but I would say specifically the the part where uh, Grandpa gives the girls a bottle of sake. Oh and yeah! Makoto grabs Ami by the wrist, and and they, and Usagi shoves the bottle into her mouth and makes her drink an entire oh, I, bottle. Well, first of all, I like the part before that where where they they discover uh, Ray's Yaoi comics. The part where they discover Ray's Yaoi comics is very funny, and Ray's like, "Oh, that's the only one." <laughs> and then you find a picture of Ray cosplaying. Do you know what she's cosplaying as there? Uh that's um that's Dragon Ball Z, right? Oh, I don't I don't know Dragon Ball Z. So I no, know. I think it's I think it's somebody from Dragon Ball Z cuz I I recognize that weird head piece thing. Yes, but then then we then yes, Yusagi I mean it's it also blows my mind because it's Yusagi pulls out the sake which I don't think of Sailor Moon as a character who would just be like, yeah, let's let's drink alcohol. No, that part tracks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. She always thinks it's juice. <laughs> okay, that look, that's fair. Like if she was like this thing I've never heard of called sake. 
but she just pulls out the song and is like, yeah, check it out. Um, but yes, then they force, they, they literally hold down Ami and force her to chug sake. Yeah, that part's, <laughs> that part's a little uncomfortable. But the, the thing that it leads to, I think, is actually really funny because Ami gets like super drunk, obviously. Uh, and then she, uh, she, when Ray's like, oh, I'm never going to finish this manga, Ami goes, it's okay. Leave it to me. And she transforms, does bubble spray, and then goes, uh, now's your chance, Sailor Moon. <laughs> Which is very funny. <laughs> yep. But then uh, Ray goes, hey, she's right. We should transform and it'll level up our manga making abilities. No. Yeah. <laughs> inaccurate so then uh and so uh, then they just end up drinking as sailor scouts by the way yeah uh jupiter and, and moon get drunk while uh sailor mars sits down to finish drawing her manga and at one point uh sailor moon almost knocks over an ink bottle while uh while ray is inking yes and so uh good. and then all of the sudden uh if i can find the right window again mm-hmm mm-hmm That's right. That's right. A rose comes in and stops him and uh stops it from falling over. And then he leaves. <laughs> no, and first he gives a, he gives a little speech. He does give it a speech. It would be better to put your inkwell in a more safe place. Farewell. Uh uh yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious. Like basically this the reason that I really enjoyed A Zone and especially this issue, but all of them really, is because it's it's the stuff I love most about Sailor Moon. It, it, it's it's a guy it's a guy sitting down and going, "I just want the fun of the characters interacting. I don't need the plot." Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really fun. And then you get a bunch of the little four panel comics. Um, uh, thing- wait, well, first of all, she, she they they drive Ray crazy because she doesn't finish oh, yeah, she, it, that's and then what they I keep going. Hilarious. There's no happy ending to the story. Ray just doesn't finish. <laughs> I mean, it's listen, it's a fun fan manga that she's making. Who cares? But she doesn't no, finish, and fun. they. No, I agree. And they keep going, and they keep saying she didn't finish, even with us helping. <laughs> and that makes her go literally insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's even like you get to the four panel comics, and love it. The thing that threw me off first about one, Azumanga Dayo, the first one, the first one is so good. The first one's very good. But the thing that threw me off about Azumanga Dayo is, for the most part, there are like longer stories, like when they go on summer vacation. But for the most part, it's told in four-panel manga, hmm. and the way that it's structured in that book, I think you are meant to read it like sequentially, just strip after strip after strip. But because it's arranged into these four-panel strips, I kept expecting punchlines where there were not punchlines, like <laughs> like a Peanuts strip or like a Calvin and Hobbes. Right. Uh, but taken as a story, like the second time I read through it, it all like taken as a whole, I just had to figure out how to read it. These, on the other hand are just completely four-panel gag strips. Yeah, these are joke strips, yeah. Uh, and the first one, Jordan, do you, do you want to talk about it? It's it's Ami fighting Nephrite, and she does bubble spray, and then everything gets foggy, and then she goes, what do I do now? Because she's useless. Uh, we get a couple in here. There's one about Tuxedo Melvin. Uh, there's one about uh, Chocolate Parfaits. My favorite is the one where uh, Tuxedo Mask is fighting Zoocyte, and yes. Zoocyte gets away with the orange crystal. And it's the episode where he was riding on the kitty train. Mm-hmm. And so after like after 
uh, Zoosite gets away, you see Memoru, and he's like, damn it! And then he gets on the kitty train and he's scowling, and in the last panel he's having a lot of fun. <laughs> pretty he great. loves that little train. That is a good one. Yeah. Uh, and that's volume one. Yeah. A-Zone volume two is a, is one that we've talked about. Because this is the one, and I think we might have even like gone through it all in the show, but th- there's stuff in here we certainly haven't talked about as well. Uh, like Ami eating books to get smarter. Yeah, what? Yeah, this one's what? a lot weirder. When I got to that, I thought she was playing a trick on them. I did too. Was not the case. So basically the premise of this one is that uh, uh, Makoto and Usagi... Uh, they're gearing up for their exams, and they haven't studied, so they're going to make Amy tutor them. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Anne is also worried because if she, because this is set during during R, so it's it's during Alan and Anne. Um, Anne is worried that she's going to have to take uh, uh, classes over summer vacation and not get to go to the beach with Mamoru, who is not her boyfriend, but okay, who's not her boyfriend. So she decides that she's going to go steal Ami's intelligence. When we get to the tutoring session, Ami says that the best way to absorb knowledge is to eat books, and then they eat books. (laughs) They literally tear pages out of their books, shove them in their mouths, and eat them. And then, because they taste bad, it then becomes that Jupiter is going to cook them and prepare them well. She does. She makes them a gourmet paper meal, apparently. And uh, let's see, what does she make? Textbook fried cheese cutlets, northern slash southern uh, eye courts, or courts boiled in tomato sauce, roll of uh, Takauji Ashikaga, uh, and then they eat them and they taste great. And apparently, it completely works for Ami. Yeah. Because Ami now has internalized this knowledge. It does uh, not work for Moon and, and uh, Makoto. So uh, then Anne shows up, and her plan is to drain Ami's energy and with it her intelligence. And this is where they do a whole thing where Ami like loses all of her intelligence and is, uh, according to Anne, uh, condemned to have her intelligence on the same level as those two, pointing at Usagi and uh, Makoto. And Ami looks at Makoto, looks at Usagi, and then starts screaming and crying, no. I've become worthless human trash, she says. Pretty harsh. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's pretty great. So then, like, Venus and Mars and Moonlight Knight show up, and then there's a really great moment where um, Ikuko, like, Ikuko comes in to bring snacks for Usagi and her friends. And it's Usagi and uh, Ami and Makoto... And then Sailor Venus, Sailor Mars, an alien woman, and Moonlight Knight. And she accepts that. And suspects that Moonlight Knight is Usagi's boyfriend, which causes Usagi's father to burst in. Yeah, Kenji comes in with some racism. (laughs) Yes, he does. I won't allow an Arab, he says. And, like, I love that there's a translator note for that panel that just says, oh, God. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, Oh, and by the way, I think we should mention, I'm pretty sure uh, I saw in the notes that this is translated by the people, the person who does Sailor Failures. Isn't that true? Is it? I think that it said that at the beginning of this uh, volume. Oh, I know it's, uh, yeah, it's it's the person who does Sailor Failures and uh, and, uh, For King Hill. Yeah, yeah. 
another Sailor Moon fan comic that we really should read and maybe talk about on a, on a chibi-sode. Anne says, uh, I'll make the rest of you all idiots just like this girl pointing at Ami. And then Ami snaps and beats Anne to death with a chair. <laughs> Not to death. No, but she beats the shit out oh, of her. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just uh, it goes, give me back my brains. Give them back. Give them back. Give them back. And just beats her with a chair. Like, beats her bloody until she returns her intelligence. It does work. And then we see Anne show up in school at the end, completely destroyed in a ton of bandages, a a cast, an eye patch. She has been beaten the crap out of. And then there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of uh, four panel manga, including one of uh, Sailor Osaka. Who's Naru as a Sailor Scout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite of this bunch was the one about Mamoru saying uh, he won't uh, he won't stay with uh, Usagi because she's not strong enough. And so Usagi starts lifting weights and gets super buff. It's pretty it's pretty wacky. What? 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 Yeah, there's some really weird ones in this one. Well, the the one where Makoto is reminded of her senpai by a spotlight or a stoplight. Yes, that was really pretty good. funny. That one's pretty good. Because the, the joke in the last panel is that it turns red. Love it. Um, let's see. And then uh, jump to volume four, I guess. Yeah. Uh, volume four. Again, they're all studying for their exams. Uh, and Venus or Minako, I should say. This one is translated it, by a different person. Yeah. This one is translated and lettered by uh, a different person. Um, Minako is uh, so bored of studying that she decides to convince everybody to go swimming. And so, uh, and, and this is, this is a lot of Kiyohiko Azuma drawn swimsuits. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that's, that's part of the, part of the motivation for this one. Oh yeah. No, definitely. Like it was, uh, th- uh, there was a pinup at the end of the previous volume of them in swimsuits. And then this is like, hey, let's, let me do more of that. Uh, yeah. he definitely, uh, gives Jupiter a too small bikini. A little bit, a little bit too small. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this is the perviest one. Sure. Because this is also the one that has the joke about memory being a pedophile. It does. Because, well, because, okay, so they, because they, they, they are at a public pool and a bunch of tiny little girls are playing Sailor Moon and they're talking about how adorable that is. And then they yell out for Tuxedo Mask and they're like, oh, somebody's going to be Tuxedo Mask? Who? Who's going to be Tuxedo Mask? And the actual Tuxedo Mask shows up yeah. and they all, give him evil looks and he's like it's not like that it's not like that yeah, and then he runs away enough, this just looks like like memory being nice to kids as opposed yeah. to dating a 14 year old which yeah, he yeah. does it does not look as bad but then they it literally look as bad as memory in general yeah but then they do literally have them say i i always wondered if he was a pedophile uh yeah so um, yes yeah, so again makoto's swimsuit just a little too small. Yeah. So uh, we also see there's th- this has to be during S. I think this one came out in '95. So this has to be during S because uh, no, Ami's really 94. good at swimming. It's '94. Yeah, it says '94. Well, Ami's really good at swimming. So I don't know if maybe that's just a happy coincidence. Yeah, probably. But uh, she's a water Pokemon. No, <laughs> she's a water scout. <laughs> Minako uh, says that she's going to beat Ami at uh, swimming, but uh, Minako can't swim. Yes, she uses a uh, she uses a a, a kickboard to yep. swim, 
It is very bad at it. It's pretty uh, hilarious. The, the, the choices for using the kickboard are pretty great. I mean, th- this is oh, something we didn't specifically mention. His art is great. Yeah, I, he's incredibly talented. I'm like, a, it's I'm, nailing I'm a big fan. the scouts, and their 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 acting is great. It's so it's so well drawn. Yeah. Uh, so Makoto decides she's going to help uh, Mina by teaching her a secret technique. Uh, and the secret technique is she picks her up by her ankles and hammer throws her across the pool where she skips like a stone. Yes. And then there's another there's another gag about uh, where Venus is like, oh, we'll see how you like it. And she and Usagi are going to grab Makoto by the uh, ankles and throw her. But uh, Makoto's like, yeah, well, you know, if you're going to skip rocks, they have to be flat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep, this yep, is. Yep. This is the perviest one. I mean, I, I think, think. I, I think Jupiter is his favorite scout to draw in that respect. Yeah, I, I, he's I, definitely that's, a little pervy. That seems clear. Although, again, she does make that joke on the show as well, if you remember. That's true. That's true. They they do the um uh, twice, I think, even because they do it in the uh, the the school play episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they do it again when they're like having the episode about who should be the leader. Right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, then we get a little short episode about Sailor Venus and Sailor Moon stealing someone's bicycle. Uh, yeah. To chase down steering. Who you Which may remember definitely as the sexy car monster. During S, yeah. So, so, so this is definitely during S. Yeah. So then... I and then I, like I said, I just paged through uh, Volume 5. Here, here's the, here, let me give you the link. Uh, like you can't again i can't read it but there it is and i i I want to so badly because like i said you get to page one and it's there's chibi and and hotaru uh there's god driving a couple pages in yeah ugr uh uh, chris do me a favor jump to the pin up on the last page and tell me what the fuck is going on there all right let's see oh my that's 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 Makoto mid backflip. That's some that's some bad art. Like at first, I was like, "Is she lying down and it's sideways?" But it's like, no, I don't think so. She's just bending over backwards, so we can. You know how people? So if you're familiar with the comic book industry, people talk about the broke back pose where they, they you can see the butt and the boobs at the same time and they turn sideways. She's doing that except backwards. She's like bending over backwards, so you could see her cleavage and her butt at the same time. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad, and like which is weird because usually his art and even like his, uh, like when he would do like covers and pinups and Azumanga Daio, like it's not that bad. But at the same time, I I think Azumanga Daio is not meant to be a weird kind of pervy Sailor Moon fan comic. So, I mean, yeah, there's nothing there's nothing like R rated in this. Yeah, but it's you know it's it it, it it's yeah. Like you said, it's a little pervy. Uh, so yeah, um, is there anything else in, in A-Zone 5 that we want to talk about? I mean, again, I, I wish I knew what the fuck was going on. What is this scene with Eugeal doing shapes in the mists? I don't know. It just looks fun. I want to read it. Yeah, I, I would really like to read this if anybody has a translation. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that there isn't one. Like, I'm, I tried to search for one, but I can't find one. Yeah, it, it's it's very weird. But, you know, maybe people just ran out of time to do fan translations of Sailor Moon fan comics. 
Examine five translation. Well, no, that keeps giving me other stuff. Sailor Moon. Mm, no, no. But yeah, um, I would say like we we've talked about like especially on the Xena Warrior Business Chibi so it's like we've talked about fan communities and 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 fanfic and and the way these things go. And this I think is really interesting because it is someone who not only like became a professional and and created like two like really well received uh, mangas, but like was clearly going to like the storytelling in these like e- even with the weird pinup poses like the storytelling is very very good Absolutely. like the it's amazing. The art's solid. The storytelling is good. Even the, like the majority of the jokes, I think, land really well too. And I think there is a direct line from these to Azumanga, where it, it kind of functions as a prototype. You can see him figuring things out. I mean, people. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Pe- pe- people. I, again, having not read it, I don't know, but I, I know saw I saw people commenting on them saying that they they really felt like that it inspired Azumanga Daya. Like, like doing this is so close. It's like, Oh, I can just do this with my own original stuff. Yeah. I mean, like the only thing, the only difference between this and Azumanga Daya is that in Azumanga, they don't transform into superheroes. Right. So it's probably really fun. I should maybe check it out. Yeah. No, you should. I, I wish, uh, I think uh, it was published by ADV, and I have volumes two, three, and four. I don't have volume one anymore, uh, but I don't know who, if anyone's publishing it now after ADV went under. What's Let's left? see. Let's check Amazon.com. Now, Jordan, do you know of any other like notable Sailor Moon fan comics or anything along those no, lines? I don't know anything. Because surely there's got to be some, right? Uh, I, I mean, there's obviously like we've talked about Forking Hell, which is a webcomic about the Four Kings of Hell. Yes, yes. I don't. I mean, again, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I was, I the Sailor Moon community I was in when I was young and a fan like wasn't a a manga making kind of community. Like we would goof around and like I, I was in like Sailor Moon chat rooms on AOL and stuff like that, but. Uh, we weren't really making things. <laughs> Azumanga Dio, the complete hmm. collection. Is that current? I think that's the oh, DVD. Okay. But yeah, you could like the uh the Azumanga like manga volumes are, are on Amazon for cheap as like used books, which makes sense. Just as used books? Oh, that's a bummer. And I gotta say, like the ADV translations of uh I, I think they switched translators about halfway through Azumanga Dio. And then the f- I have the first five volumes of Yatsuba as the ADV versions too, because they are way better than the Yen Press versions. Uh, sorry to anyone who may be out there with Yen Press. Uh, you you did a you did a real bad job on that logo on Yatsuba. I'm I have volumes six through thirteen in those covers, but like they're they're not great. They're not great. I I think the 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 switch from the ADV logo of Yatsuba to the Yen Press logo for Yatsuba is the worst lettering drop off in Wait, the what's history this? of comic Gandai books. Omnibus. What is this? Oh yeah, they did like a one oh, volume okay. version. That's still available in 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 on Amazon Prime and everything. Yeah, maybe you should get it. You know what? I'm going to put it on my wish list. Hey, well, Christmas is coming. 
or maybe oh, yeah. has passed. Actually, I should actually really check if De- Devin owns it first, because she technically might own it, given that, like I said, she does read the uh, Yatsuba, so she might already have Asamakadeya. So yeah, I would be really curious to see, like, I'm looking, like, I, I searched for major Sailor Moon fan comics, and it's just giving me, like, the Sailor Moon fan club, and, like, comics for Sailor Moon fans to read, and uh, Cassidy Stone's uh, Sailor Venus pun comics. So Well, I mean... Uh, Over on Miss Dream, there is a pretty big selection of translated uh, uh, doujinshi. Any of them look uh, good? Oh, and, and don't act no, like you like you you just dropped like Miss Dream. You didn't know about Miss Dream. I know that was on the buddy. show though. They heard me learning about it. I think didn't they? Oh, that was that off mic. No, I thought that okay, was. Well, I thought that was off mic. That was off mic. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know about it. That's fine. No, there are also. Uh, scanned trans- like fan translations of Naoko Takeuchi's books that have never been released in America, including uh, PQ Angels, which we talked about that I really, really want to read. Where's that? On, off on Mystery? Oh, wow. It's also on Mystery. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Other works, yeah. But obviously, obviously, if you want to read Sailor Moon, you should really get the the new versions they're very very good chocolate christmas i do want to read chocolate christmas maybe that could be our christmas special <laughs> how long is it oh man it's pretty long anyway uh good times good times great oldies love it highly recommend a zone think you should get it this is a pretty short cheapy said yeah well you know they're meant to be they're, they're only supposed to be like 15 minutes long we don't have to go an hour every time oh wow but when our fans feel like we're we're shorting them, no. maybe. Oh, I don't know. you're supposed to say, get in touch if you do. Oh, geez, I don't want. But but tweet that. Send oh, that to the Twitter. Great. Don't send that to the email. Uh, anyway. Twitter at Sailor Business. Email Sailor Business Podcast at gmail If you have like some Sailor Moon fan works that you've enjoyed, like I would love to to dive into like maybe some major fan fiction or something because we did that on Xena and it was really fun, uh, or like fan comics that are also like really notable. Please let us yeah. know. Yeah, tell us what just in general. Tell us what you want us to do on Chibi Sodes. or describe your favorite Sailor Moon fanfic, and we'll read the descriptions and decide if it sounds awesome. Sure. Where else can they find us? Jordan. You can find us. Uh, well, first of all, the show's on Twitter at Sailor Business. If you already didn't know said that, it. you should follow us. Oh, well, blah. I'm on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O, which is awesome. Our producer Jake Mason is at JJ underscore Mason. He does so many podcasts. Like the- what? Well, I'll tell you. Like <laughs> the Morphin Grid, Hard Reboot, Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, the Cool Kids Table, Kingdom Smarts, and probably more. That's my guess. Check Maybe. him out. Check him out. Uh, how about you, Chris? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the ISB and on Tumblr as the ISB. Uh, and you can find links to everything that I do, including columns and comics that I write at the-isb.com. Uh, and yeah, like I said, email us. Let us know. Uh, we'll be back soon with another uh, main episode and another chibi sode And we will talk to you all then. And until then, we should really figure out a way to close our cheapy sets. Keep your mind on a smaller episode. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.
it's a fucking Christmas movie, and I'm gonna be like, I hit records because I want this on the record. <laughs> like, what is what is your problem? Jordan? My problem is that if you mention if you if you try to talk about Die Hard being a Christmas movie on the air, it's we're gonna talk about it for fifty years because it's not. What makes it not a Christmas movie? See, that's not how things work. <laughs> you don't, you don't mean, get yeah. to say what makes it not a Christmas movie. The burden I mean, of proof is on the other side. Look, I mean, this is look, this is a tired argument, and I wasn't going to bring it up anyway because you brought it up. No, I was telling you not to bring it up. You put this on yourself. You brought it up. Yeah, Jordan, you did. Th- you did this. You did this. You um, take, it takes right? place at Christmas. It has Christmas music in it. it the inciting incident is a Christmas party. Yeah. Like and, I don't and, know. And you know what. how much effort it would take to change that to any other holiday? Zero. Why would John be coming out to, to Los Angeles? He's coming out to Los Angeles to spend Christmas to with see his, his fucking children. Yeah, to spend Christmas with them. It could be their birthday. It could it, birthday. <laughs> he's got a he's yeah. got, a, well, the, he's the, got the, a backlog of New York scumbags. Okay. Okay, right. if it's their birthday, why is everybody staying late at Nakatomi Tower? Because they had a great uh, fiscal quarter. <laughs> yeah. When does the fiscal quarter end, Jordan? Is it the end right of around, December? Actually, no. Tip, uh, business uh, fiscal quarters usually, first of all, quarters end four times a year. But fiscal years usually end at the end of October. Uh, so it could Alan have been Rickman, a Halloween party. Alan Rickman <laughs> literally says it's Christmas, Theo, the season of miracles. So be of good cheer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, you're not on social media, so you don't see me and Brett White having this crusade where we fucking know it's not about Christmas. But one of our great conversations recently was about uh, all the different versions of Die Hard, where it's different movies uh, because they We're said it in different movies, <laughs> where they said it in different holidays, where they go like, you know, I'm trying. I like, want the Easter version. I mean, look. <laughs> Listen, we kept rewriting the the ho 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 line. Two had taken place on Halloween. (laughs) That shit would be awesome. We kept rewriting the the ho 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 line uh, to be like different holidays, and it was ridiculous. But we had a good time. Like, okay, but like you can't say it's not a Christmas movie because I imagined that it took place at another holiday. Because Christmas is not intrinsic to its plot in any capacity. yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars is just like Star Trek because I imagine they have transporters <laughs> and and Klingons. Interesting. Uh, you could put different aliens uh, oh, in it, and, and again, it would just be Star again, Trek. So then the other thing Brett and I were doing was going, you know, hey, you know what's the best beach movie? Saving Private Ryan. Hey, you know what's the best vacation movie? Jurassic Park. Uh, it, uh, that is are, the best vacation. <laughs> I think. Look, I think you could make a pretty good argument for that last no, one. That's ridiculous. It's a family vacation to a cool theme park. That's not yeah, right. But that's not what it's it. about. It's it just goes you know what's wrong. the best Christmas Carol? Ben folds five brick. What? Uh, that's actually that uh, song takes place on Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, Boxing Day, which is part of the fucking Christmas season. It's part of the. It's one of the twelve days of Christmas. Oh my god! I mean, it is. It is actually yes. the second day of Christmas. That's true. But like, it's 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 day after, which Christmas. is one of the like, days Die of Hard Christmas. Literally takes place on Christmas. So <laughs> anyway, point point is, Die Hard is a good movie that takes place at christmas also if you like brick i'm not getting yes. mad at you but if, if you I... want to say like brick is a christmas song it's actually a saint stephen's day song but whatever it doesn't mention saint stephen uh well you, do you have a calendar i no. are you familiar are you familiar with the concept of a calendar that you could look at and see what the day after christmas is actually maybe it's not saint stephen's day king Wenceslas takes place on saint stephen's day but it is considered a christmas carol as well. there you go exactly there you go. Listen, listen. You know what else is considered a Christmas Carol is a uh, Christmas in Hollis, the song that plays in Die Hard. 
Okay. Because you know why? Because it's you know, and the about Christmas Carol is walking in a winter wonderland, which is the leitmotif of the entire movie's score. I, okay. But it still does not no. intrinsic to the plot no. in any capacity. Uh, here's another thing I said recently. You know what, Chris? Okay, so 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 the so the film A Christmas Carol yes. uh, is a Halloween movie in what capacity? Because it's got ghosties in it. Or is it your favorite time travel movie? <laughs> no, that, exactly. Yes, you're making you're making my argument. You're absolutely right. To call A Christmas Carol anything but a Christmas movie is absurd because it's about Christmas intrinsically uh why is it intrinsically about christmas is it because it takes place on christmas no Eve? because it is about christmas it is about what is what about it is about christmas uh, because it is about the themes of christmas because it is about and what are the themes of christmas what are the themes of christmas uh, jordan let, let's talk about what the themes of Die Hard are about how wrong women okay. are and how they're idiots for <laughs> thinking their husbands work too hard because that's the only thing that saves their fucking lives when they get themselves into idiot trouble oh <laughs> uh, i look i Okay, I think you're very wrong about no. that. About that, being uh, what, what, that is lesson. The lesson that is learned in Die Hard is not not learned by John McClane. It's learned by his wife. And the lesson is, you were wrong to say your husband can't turn it off because that's the only thing that saved all of these people. Hey, quick question: Have you seen Die Hard? Yes. So you've seen the parts where like like John and Holly get in there. Her name's Holly, by the way. Okay, Holly. <laughs> She's not real. As in, and the Ivy. Christmas. Okay. So you've seen the part where they get in their, like, little fight, and, like, then, and he, like, immediately regrets it. And, like, he has that moment where he's like, oh, why did I say that? I'm so stupid. Like, and he, and he learns. And then, like, oh, when he's talking to Al, and he's like, hey, find my wife and tell her she was right. Like, Yeah, except that all of the actual actions of the movie are the opposite of that. But they're not, they're, no, they're not, they don't. They don't split up because he can't turn it off. They do split that up is because what, yes, it is. he's wrong. And he's not. <laughs> what would he mean is wrong about what? Uh, he's wrong to uh, put other things before his family, which is absolutely not what he does in this one. He puts, he puts Holly completely first. That is ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Okay, let's do the show. I'm just going to tell Jake All to right. cut the first 620. Oh, I'm just, I'm breaking this out as a separate recording. It's fine. Oh, great. 